back What's again. What's the second story? Just quick note, lads. We're recording this on the 23rd of May. I'm not sure when it's going to come out. It'll come out maybe in it's June. Co- wait, hold on. This one is coming out on the... 31st. 31st. Yeah. I hope the end of May looks sunny. I hope so. Because it's absolutely use. shite at the moment. Yeah. Well, it's not too bad where I am now. Um... Thank you all very much for tuning in. I'm Hello. hoping you're going to enjoy this one. We're talking about jobs and we're talking about a euros. I was about to say dollars, but euros is so unexciting compared to dollars. Yeah, it's, it's not like, I don't know, because you're like, you wouldn't oh, put it in a rap song. I was going to say you wouldn't put it in a stripper's tongue. You wouldn't put a euro in a <laughs> stripper's tongue. <laughs> Here's a euro for you, know. <laughs> well, like for movies now, I don't Get know. Get yourself something been... nice <laughs> and slip it in there. Under don't your... spend it all in the one shop. <laughs> <laughs> Get oh, yourself don't. some clothes, love. <laughs> but like you hear all the rap songs, they're talking about like dollar bills. You can't just give yeah. them a euro. I don't. Um, um, little disclaimer: I haven't been to a strip club. It's just something that came into my head. No, but I'd like to just to see what the crack is. I was like, we should do a podcast or a strip club. But I heard, I was listening to a podcast there during the week about this woman who worked in a strip club in Dublin mm-hmm. and she made a grand in one night. Well, Any strippers, do get in touch. We'd love to interview you. We just want to have a chat, see how you are. Yeah, see see how yeah. the core strength do is. Do anyone ever throw any euros at you? I hope not. You're worth more than that. <laughs> just bouncing off them. That'd be um, so painful. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Mm. Uh, as painful as it is being a broke artist having to work nine to five your whole life just to Hello, survive. nice transition, nice transition. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> Misha, how many day jobs have you had? Um, I started out in a furniture shop. Then I worked in a big department store in Dublin that I shan't name. But there's only like three of them, so one of those. And then I worked in a light shop. As Tree. a interior design assistant. Ooh. But I've also Neat. worked for my dad kind of on and off in like cafes and restaurants and stuff like that. Okay. So a fair few you? under your belt there. I've oh, yeah. done, I started at the ripe old age of 15. Me too. In, I started working when I was 15. <laughs> so illegal. In, mm. um, in a gift shop. Crap. Then I worked in a cafe restaurant. Then I worked in another cafe restaurant when I moved to Dublin. And then right. I worked in... Where else did I... Oh, no, before I moved to Dublin, I worked in a clothes shop. Grand. And then I worked in a call centre. And now I'm working in a warehouse. I feel like I'm leaving one out. I feel like it's been more than that. Okay. But yeah, and I've had a very unique experience in each of those places. <laughs> and how like how long on average would you stay in the job? Like what would it be here? Oh, it depends. Now, um, like the gift shop and the clothes shop was all seasonal Christmas stuff. Okay. So that would have been like a month. Three yeah, weeks, yeah, just month, in and out. Two months. Yeah, yeah. Um, the restaurants I stayed in for a good while, as I did with the call centre. And I'm like mm-hmm. half a year in the warehouse now. Oh, grand. Yeah. So, yeah, it kind of ranges. Like, my whole shtick is you should never stay in a job for more than a year. Especially if, like, if you can. <laughs> That's interesting. And, like, if you're just doing shop work or restaurant work, you, you have to change things up because, like, it's just so hard to stay in the one place for too long, you know? I worked in my first job 
when I was 15 till I was 20 and nearly 21. So I was wow. nearly there six years. And then the department store job I did for a summer, six months, because it was really close to my fella's house. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, the, my last job, I was in for nine months and I would have been there. I stay, would, still would have been there now, but then the old pandemic hit. Yeah. You've got commitment. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Well, to be fair, normally when I like a job, I stick with it. Um, I, The only job I didn't like was the department store one because it's quite bitchy and that's not my vibe. Mm. Um, yeah. But, bringing it yeah. back to comfort zones. Like I... I often found like when I got a job and when I got used to it and I knew the people and I knew the customers mm-hmm. and I knew what I was doing it is quite hard to go somewhere else sorry I just want to yeah. on WhatsApp uh, it's very hard to um you know uproot yourself and having to train somewhere else and yeah. go through all even that even the friends you again. make and the crack like yeah yeah oh my god like one of the restaurants I worked in we had so see I was there for like over a year was I there for two years? Let me just think. I started in 2017. <laughs> I started in like September okay. 2017. And I think I left at the start of 2019. Okay, so Jesus, I was of, there a good yeah. while. Hmm. Oh my God. A year and a half. Um, And like so many people had like started a job there and left after like a couple of months or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just build up such a connection with with each person that comes in, even if you're not mates, like you still work together. Yeah, you can just pass by and say hello every day. Like, of course. Yeah. And like working together to make sure that person gets their coffee or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to start shifts at seven o'clock in the morning and... I would do, I'd be like in college Monday to Friday and then I'd yep. start at seven on a Saturday and then eight on a Sunday yeah. and cycling from Harold's Cross at half six in the morning, every Saturday morning, I would see so many drunk stragglers just on oh, their no. way home down the Only canal. going to bed. Yeah. Do you prefer like starting early, early or do you prefer like, like starting later in the day? Oh, I Give me your ideal like, work day. Go on. Like when I did the restaurant, like starting at seven and I would sometimes like I was meant to finish at around two or three, but realistically mm. I'd finish at around four or five and then I'd cycle. Do you home mean four or five in the evening or four or five in the morning? Four if it's a restaurant. or five in the four or five in the evening. And oh, the so odd time they'd the say okay. uh, the odd time they'd say like we're understaffed for an evening shift. Can you like uh, stay until stay 10? on? <laughs> Gorgeous. Oh, Love God, that for you. it was. It was hard sometimes, but like, oh yeah, no, like starting early is fine because like you get to leave early, but mm. like you're just best then. Like I used to go home, have a falafel wrap and just sleep. <laughs> I love how you're specific. I had my falafel wrap and then I was... Yeah, because that's the only thing they could give me because I was a vegetarian. Oh, don't. That's, that's the good thing with restaurant work. You get your dinners covered basically. Yeah, that's handy. Fair enough. Mm. <laughs> So have you ever like what what has been like your most awkward experience of like starting a job and like training up like what's an, like a mistake that you made did you ever leave a till like 2000 euro short or anything like that I was always fairly okay on tills I'm trying to think did I ever um, I remember I was working in the light shop and I dropped a few light bulbs on my first few days and I was I caused a bit I got a bit of a hop <laughs> but um nothing nothing but then you realized I was working there for a few months and I realized light bulbs drop all the time there like all the time um, hmm. But they always mess with you when you're new as well, and you're like, "Yeah, you dropped a light, but oh, they're gonna be mad at you." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh god!" And they're literally like, the warehouse had like twenty million light bulbs. Like, oh god. Anyway, um, what about you? 
Um, I, I, yeah, a good few. <laughs> oh, I was useless. Like, I was a child. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, when I started in the gift shop, um, there was something with lotto tickets that... Now, I don't know a thing about lotto. I don't gamble. That's a lie. I won five euro on a scratch card the other day. Uh, hey, I did a scratch me. card today. I got nothing. It's raging. Yeah. Anyway. Two euro, yeah, never get back. The old, the old gambling. Nothing hurts more. <laughs> Fucking two euro scratch card, Molly. Come on. <laughs> oh, she's addicted now. Oh, yeah. I don't know her anymore. <laughs> Who am I? Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's scratch cards and like lotto tickets in this shop. And yeah. there was one lotto ticket or, or scratch card or something that the customer could make up their own lotto numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom does that. Yeah, yeah. This old fella was, was asking me to write it for him. Yeah. Um, and like, I I think I wrote it in pen in like the wrong places or something like that. Okay. And he just kept calling out these numbers, and I I just oh no. I just got so awkward, and I was like, I uh, is this can can you? And then he just looked at the ticket, and he goes, Regarding what he after doing. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, sorry. And then I saw someone at the tail, and I was like, Oh, I have to go. I, I I don't think I ever once figured out how to do that till and that was my main job I just had to stand at the till and make sure no one stole anything okay fair enough tills can be tricky I remember I was working in the shop and they'd have a lot of window displays and I would have helped with that and a lot of, at Christmas time they would have loads and loads and loads of candles loads of smelly candles yeah and I was about 15 16 um and I remember it was my job to go around and light all the candles at the start of the day and then the evening six o'clock around and blow them all out and I was like grand um, I remember I was lighting the candles one morning and I have quite long hair. I got a haircut there the other day, but I have quite long hair and I still did at the time. And I remember I was lighting the candles, lighting loads of tea lights and all of a sudden my hair caught on fire at the bottoms of my hair. Jeez. And I was like quickly like dampening it out, stop the fire, it was all fine. Obviously a horrible smell. And my <laughs> boss came around and was like, everything all right? Yep, yeah, grand. Yep. Yeah. And that happened about three times. I was there in that job for about five and a half years. I think it happened like three times. My Would hair you not tie up your hair? Ah, like... Fashion. I think one of the t- one of the times they had it tied up as well, like, but it was like like little tea lights. You wouldn't think it's just a fire hazard. That's all I'm saying. I'm too hot. What can I tell Three you? Three like- times. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh no, not this shit again. And like my hair would have been pure crispy, like, and the smell would have been in the shop for the whole day. They're like, what? Do you know what? Smell? Now that you mentioned it, know. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more. Like well, yeah. once I was out with my mate and. There was a little tea light on the table in the pub and uh, she was like, she like leant over the table and she was oh, wearing no. hairspray as well. And it's <gasps> oh, uh, really no. funny though. <laughs> was she? You see, it was only the end of my hair. And so the I'm smell fine. of yeah. burnt What is it about burnt hair? I can literally smell it now. I can like thinking about it. Oh, that's mad. But like, was I that stupid to say, Jesus, my hair's after catching on fire. That's not great, is it? Like, and I'd have crispy ends for the whole oh, day. The crisp. I would have, and it would have been burnt on one side and grand on the other. Sort of been about an inch longer on one side. <laughs> oh no. See if I if I yeah. burn my hair because it's blonde, it literally turns black. Oh god, my hair's quite dark, so it's fine. But oh, oh, I'm just Jesus. looking at my hair now. I'm desperate for a haircut. Um. So Misha burned her hair and I yeah. burned an old man's dreams. But speaking <laughs> of burning, in the first restaurant job I ever ever got, I poured hot water on someone's hand. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Do you want to bring us through that story? Just there was... with the image. <laughs> so fif- I was either 15 or 16, very, way too okay. young to be Tadpole. handling. Tadpole, yeah. Anything. Tadpole, way too young to be handling big, heavy fucking trays, bringing them upstairs yep. and feeding people. Absolutely. Um, especially hot liquids. Why did they trust me to give people hot liquids? God. Um, 
And I was such a klutz back then as well because like I was so scared going into work every day. Yeah, of course. So like just shaking like a leaf. Oh no. Um, yeah, just bringing this man his... I had the tray in one hand and I was taking like bits off the tray and pet peeve actually when customers try and help you take shit off the tray it's oh, like no. you don't Give understand sweetie this is a balancing act yeah, and if you, you take something off the tray without warning me yeah. it's all going to fall so mm-hmm. you trying to help me is actually making my job way too difficult sit down be a customer don't help me please yeah. let's go out to all of you um <laughs> oh no <laughs> but yeah no i just i was carrying like the teapot in one hand and the tray in the other hand and just like trying to like put things down and yep. I think I was, and then just like it, you know I didn't notice it kind of tilting out of my uh, hand and there's just a stream of water coming out and falling uh, on your man's hand and like he instantly reacted and I almost thought that he was jumping off his seat for a second until I realised uh, that I poured hot water on his hand sorry the and noise in the background moment, is Misha freaking out uh, we just had a moment where we looked at each other and I kind of realised I am going to lose my job I have literally injured a customer and I'm out of here. And for some reason, I was 15, I was earning like seven euro an hour and I honestly thought that if I lost this job, my life would be over. (laughs) I honestly thought that. Like I was in school. Yeah. And I just just spent all that money in, I don't know, new luck and pennies. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um... Them 15-year-old paychecks, though, just used to just slip away. I didn't... I I, never saw a cent of them. They just were spent on shite. Yeah, I earned 50 euro a week from working one day a week in there. But I was, only, I was the only one of my friends who had a job. So I was like, yeah. oh my God, Molly has her own money. And I was like, yeah. yeah I used to I, be, I used yeah. to have such a, a superior complex about it as well. I used to be like, well, you know, I work really hard and I sacrifice my whole Saturday to uh, give cheesecake to people. So, you know, <laughs> it's it's quite hard on me and I'm pretty tired. And, you know, I have money now. I have like, I have money problems. Oh, who is she? I remember, like, like I used to work you, you the just weekends. Get money. <laughs> yeah, you guys just get your. Yeah, I used to work Saturday and Sunday, and like I'd come in to school and I'd be so tired. Like I don't know, I would. I never went out if I was working in the job because I would have been quite tired. Yeah, yeah, mad. And then there's so many people that didn't start their jobs till they're about twenty or twenty-one. Like, and I'm like, what? How? Yeah, I remember feeling quite left out because like. I was meant to finish at like seven on the Saturday evening, but it would always yeah. be eight. And we were never yeah, yeah. paid for the extra hour. We were of only paid not. until seven. I know. No, mm. absolute criminals. But um, we would only get out at eight because there was so much cleaning to do. And then mm-hmm. home at half eight, have to have my dinner, have to get showered and dressed and ready to go. And sure, I'd only meet everyone at around 10. Oh, you'd be wrecked <laughs> you know, though, And everyone would have met at seven. Yeah, that's the thing. You would have, you would, I would have been really tired as well. I wouldn't be like they'd be like, oh, "Are you going out?" I'd be like, "No, I'm going to the couch. Leave me alone." Right? <laughs> going to the couch. Yeah, I remember, no, yeah. exactly. Just wrecked. Full week of school and then full day or two days of work and just be yeah. like, "Let's do it all again." Then. Working the women. Oh god. Yeah. What? How did? You, how was your weekend? Don't don't talk to me. <laughs> Leave me alone. Konnisetadjerashaktena, nabia kantum. Feck off. But do you ever notice like when you get a bit older you got good at things? Like in the job I was working at when I started when I was fifteen, I remember they say they sold like tablecloths on a roll, so you'd cut them. And by the end of my five years there, people could show me a picture of their table and I'd know exactly how much tablecloth to cut them. I was an absolute weapon on the t- the oil cloth it was called. 
an absolute weapon on it and it was all different prices for different fabrics and materials i could calculate in my head i knew i knew oh it's six seater that's two and a half meters no bother i'll get the free in a minute i was fucking flat out with the tablecloth beaut no like i will say like with the jobs i had before i went to dublin i was just useless i never got good at anything and (laughs) i was so they they all hated me for how useless i was but when i went to dublin and got a job in a restaurant there, I kind of made like a switch in my head. I was like, I am not going to be bullied. I am not going to be shite. I'm not going to kill any customers. Mm -hmm. And like, this was college time. So it was kind of important that I had a job to keep me going. So I was like, no, this this is going to be a bigger deal now. Like, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be in control of my work-life experience. Woohoo! And, um... Yeah, I was a fucking cafe nerd. Like if ever like <laughs> me and me fella or my mates went out to eat somewhere, I'd be judging their cutlery, judging That's the like, barista well, skills. That's like my house, yeah. Judging the menu. I'd be like, mm, 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 mm. Yeah, because you're all restaurateurs. We're all, we're all restaurant people. So like even, yeah, I was getting a cup of coffee yesterday in a coffee shop. It was lovely, really nice cup of coffee. And I was with my sister and she was like, God, if dad knew we were here. Because we're not in his coffee shop. And I'm like, there's about three million coffee shops in Ireland. My dad's not going to get thick if we go and get a cup of coffee in a place that isn't his. Like, but it's just, yeah, yeah, we're raised on that. Like, we wouldn't be bitching. But you'd be like, oh, they use that coffee. That's interesting. Or, oh, that's their cutlery. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mad. But no, it's it's nice. Because I love a good dining experience. So I love to be aware of these things. And like, oh. I don't know how he put up with this, but I would tell Matt if ever we went into a restaurant, I'd be like, see what they're doing there. Yeah, that's really bad customer service. Yeah, you know, but you, really don't you, know you, you were on to my now. dad and you were telling him that restaurant you went to in Atlone and he was like, oh, that's a nice spot. My dad was giving you rec- restaurant recommendations. I was like, go on, Dave. Fair play to you. My amazing time in the city of Atlone. The city I of Atlone. I love I don't Atlone. think Atlone's, I still don't think Atlone's a city. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I think it is. I think it okay. is. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to take context into consideration, okay? okay? It's a city to us. It just feels like a big town. Fair, yeah, no, I think. But I think it does it. have a TK Maxx, like, doesn't it? Or is it has a penny? It has two shopping centres. Okay, like, fair enough. But, like, what makes Galway a city and Athlone not a city? Is it population? I don't know. I just, when I hear Athlone, I just, city is such a big word to me. Really? God, we're really getting into it. Like,. <laughs> Okay, moving on. We'll do an, we'll do an Instagram um, poll. Is Athlone a city? <laughs> speaking of tills, actually, in the first restaurant job, so again, 15-year-old mall, yeah. um, I think I started on the till and like, like we, we all did every job. Like we we cleaned, yeah, yeah. we served, we did deli, we did coffees, we did till, we did kitchen, kitchen porter. We They even had us in cooking the meals. So criminal, so problematic. Uh They used to gaslight us if we didn't know how to make a fucking black bean stir fry. Like the chef who like made all the food. And I think there was like one assistant chef, but they mainly looked after the the deli. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes he would have like 12 orders lined up. All big Mm -hmm. orders, big hot food meals having to go out. Mm -hmm. And he would just sit and read the paper and wait for one of us to do it. I'm internally screaming. And that's like, and then he'd like eventually cave in when like there'd be, because there was two other people in there who were actually in my year in school. So they were the same age as me. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, they might have been a bit more confident. So they would like attempt to start making the food. 
But like, okay. obviously, they weren't trained, qualified chefs. They were yeah. teenage girls. Yeah. So like, they'd get a bit snowed under with all the work, and then he'd come in and be like, "Fuck's sake, girls! Like, this is why you need to start learning how to make the food." Like, <laughs> and it was just a shit show. Like, he would throw pans against the wall. And like, oh God, Misha, so many memories are coming back of this fucking oh no. restaurant. There was a woman, there was a person who started working working with us and um, she passed out one time. Like fainted? Fainted in the kitchen where she was oh working. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and yeah. within a couple of days, we all knew that she was like really ill and yeah, yeah. she had an eating disorder. Oh dear, okay. But, like, the fact that we all were told this, I was just like, wow, you really don't care about people's privacy or, yeah, like, the, like, people's business means. And, but they were judging her for it as well. Like, they, they thought she was, like, crazy because she had an eating disorder. Anyways, tangent. Terrible As someone who can speak personally from working in kitchens with an eating disorder, it's hell. Yeah. It's hell. And, like, I would have been working with my parents, so obviously they're quite sound. They know if I need to hop out for a minute, they're sound. But, like... Mm. That's tricky and that probably was a situation. I don't know this girl you're talking about. This is the first time I've heard about her. But mm. like that could have been the only job she could have gotten and then she's stuck doing that. It's so tricky. I think I think they let her go after that. They're like, you're not healthy enough to work here. Talk about fucking isolation. Like making someone feel bad oh for their God. mental illness. I mean, maybe the best thing would have done, would have to do would have been have a chat with her and say, do you want to just work at the till or do you want to go and work just away from the kitchen? That might ha- Look, I don't know. I'm not the be all and end all, but I don't think it's a good enough reason to fire someone. If not, I think they should have been kinder to her. Mm. It's a bit Probably. shit as well that like within a couple of yeah. days, we all knew her business. Yeah, exactly. Janie Mac. Um, and one time, okay, I could talk about this restaurant for the whole I'm um, I'm, I'm here podcast, for it. Give me the tea. We're nearly halfway through, on? So, so we won't. But, and this was all before like I turned 17. I think I got fired when I was 17. Um, oh, what did you do? Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you in a minute. But okay, okay, the, okay. Oh, yeah. So the till. I wasn't... Um, so, yeah, the, we had the really gaslighty chef who, like, just yes. kept giving out to us about everything. But I started hearing them say, don't let Molly near that till. And, like, the till was, like, my oh. main job because, like, yeah, I yeah. couldn't do anything else. Um, or at least I'd try, but they kept being like, you're doing that wrong, you're doing that wrong, you're doing that wrong, you're shite. Not very um, helpful. Yeah, they, they were all big ga heads in there, so I stood out like a sore uh. thumb because I was like the artsy kid. Um, oh no. Yeah, so don't let Molly near that till. And I was kind of like, okay, not like I care. I'll just pretend to clean this counter, which doesn't have any mm. dirt on it. Um, yeah. And the, I think... I had made myself a coffee for starting the shift, which everyone did. Everyone made themselves a coffee and like sipped away while they did their work. Grand. And uh, I went upstairs to the bathroom and I came back down and I just heard him saying, making herself a fucking coffee. And he poured it down the sink. (gasps) And uh, the the manager was like, well, what are you you doing? Like, she's allowed to have it. We all have a coffee. And he said, no. Yeah. No, not her. Oh. uh, Yeah. And, uh, like, it kept, you kept coming up, like, don't let Molly on the till, don't. But he wouldn't say it to me. He wouldn't be like, don't yeah, do the till. Just don't let Molly you. do the till. Um, and then eventually oh, no. the manager turned to me and said, look, we're not letting you on the till because we heard about what you did on Tuesday. Oh. And I was like, what? And Uh-oh. they were like, this loyal customer, I can't even remember their name, okay. said, 
that um this, you they came in on Thursday to pay for their meal right. uh which they had on Tuesday but they didn't have their money yet oh, uh, and okay. you let them you let them have their meal without paying okay and you can't do that you can't do that for anyone and okay. I was like I have never once in my life yeah been told by a customer that they didn't have enough money to pay for their meal and that they were going to pay for it on another day that has never ever happened but you know when you're accused of something and yeah, yeah. you just start getting really nervous and like you're, yeah, you're of course. A bit breathless and you're like I swear I didn't do them really I'm yeah, sorry yeah, but like yeah. I, I know it sounds like I'm bullshitting but like I, I didn't do this yeah 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 and I started crying a little bit because because oh, no. I was so scared like I was shy of the so job young. and I hated it but like I didn't want to get fired I loved my 50 yeah. euro a week <laughs> Yeah, and the thing is, like, especially when it's something you didn't do, like you're being wrongly yeah. accused. And it's just that awful feeling of being wrongly accused of something. But like, you know, when someone wrongly accuses you of something and your self-esteem is so low that you start thinking, well, maybe I did do it. Yeah. It oh, my God. That's so spooky. And you're having a chat <gasps> with yourself. and You're like, no, I didn't. And you're like, oh, God, but what if you did? And it's like, stop, inner me. Yeah. Okay. And the other the other two um, that were my age working there. I think I saw them at like an 18th or something like later mm. th that night or that week or something. And I told him about it and I was like, yeah. I'm really upset. And what the manager told me was that the customer said it was a blonde girl that let her okay. away with not paying. And the other yeah. two girls who worked there who were my age were blonde. Mm. So I said it to the both of them. I was like, look, did you hardly let that customer away without paying, did you? Yeah. And they were like, oh, I can't really remember. But like, no, I don't think mm. so. So I was okay. like, okay, this is a mystery, but what I do know is I feel shit as fuck. And yeah, now they're gaslighting me off the till for something I didn't do. And like, it's funny that I'm saying this because I was so shite at the job. Like I was always oh, charging people young. the wrong thing. Oh, no. And like, do you know as well when someone's paying for something and like, mm -hmm. let's say, oh, 15.97, please. Uh, and they give you 20 and then you press the 20 euro note on the till and it shows yeah. up what change you owe them. Yeah, and like I, you do that and then they're like, oh no, I have the 97 cents. Hold uh, on and I dish it out for you. And I'm just like, I, I, I can't do this. Don't ask me to do that. I, I can't. Either. And they're like, it's okay. <laughs> you owe me whatever. You It just means yeah. that you owe me five euro. Yeah, yeah. And I'd just be like, I can't trust you no. though. You, Who I, are you? I, I, they don't even let me do the till. Oh no. Oh, no. Or when they're paying at the table, it's like, no, no, come to the till. Come you to need the to tool, come and sweetie. talk to me over here. Come yet. to the safe space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, no, when I when I started working in a restaurant in Dublin, I was like, no more bullshit. And yep. on the first day that I was working, uh, like this this Dublin restaurant was full of characters. Like the one in Roscommon, they were all like GAA heads and they were all like quiet and Can miserable. I ask you very quickly though, what happened yeah. about the story of the till and did they find out which blonde girl did it? And... Nothing really came of it, just that I wasn't okay. allowed on the till. And I got fired because I needed too much time off during the summer to see my boyfriend. Yeah, fair enough, bye. <laughs> there, yeah, I came back when I went back to school and I came back like three weekends in a row being like, can I like yeah. start working here again? And they were like, sure, yeah. And then by the third week, my mom actually went in being like, what's the story? Are you giving Molly work or not? And they were like, no. But the fact they kept me coming in every week, just being like, can I start working? Can I start working? Can I start working? And they were and always like, And did you come like, in yeah, at yeah. say nine o'clock with your uniform on ready to go and they tell you to go home? Like, No, I, I came in at like seven o'clock, like in my, not seven o'clock, nine o'clock. Uh, well, actually shifts started at 12. I'd come in at 12 in my Grand. like my normal clothes with my uniform okay. in my bag Grand. just in case like they changed their mind and they were like, ah, yeah, you can start actually. Okay. And I would come in like after youth theatre being yeah, like, yeah. look, I know I'm not on the rota, but like, can I start working again? 
and yeah. they, they'd always be like yeah yeah we'll, we'll have you in for next week just something went wrong with the rotor or something but they never put <gasps> they me they didn't in. have the balls to tell you no nope. oh my god shady no it was a time but yeah when I started working in the Dublin restaurant I just had confidence I was like no I'm going to own like my skills because like I have experience and I am a good worker just Mm -hmm. I'm not going to let anyone tell me that I'm shit and they were so like the characters there were all so much colourful and like there was always crack to be had and like always laughter and and messing and stuff like that but um, I think after a year, the assistant manager would just started being like, yeah, you're getting a bit slow and you're just not working as hard anymore. And like I would do maybe two or three days a week and a couple of night mm-hmm. shifts because I was in college. Yeah. And the, the assistant manager said, you know, like if you pick up the pace, you might get to be manager someday. And I was like, I'm <laughs> no. in college. And no. they were like, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> They would ring me at like seven o'clock on weekdays being like, yeah, could you cover our shift today? We're uh, we're not able to come in. And I'd be like, I'm literally in a lecture. Yeah, system manager was like, yeah, you're getting shit at the job. You could be manager one day. And I was like, nope. And I started doing evening shifts and uh, they weren't paying me for them. And so I was like, uh, I'm yeah, I did an evening shift last week and I wasn't paid for it. I'm owed like 80 euro. Yeah. And they were like, oh, no, we put you through. And then it was this whole thing. Well, Molly, you weren't you didn't sign in that day. So how are we meant to know if you were working? And I was like, it was last week. You saw me. I was with you. We had three customers. I served each of them this meal. The till was this much that night. Yeah. Pay me, please. Yeah. And it took like three weeks to come through. And I was Uh. like, I'm quitting. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was starving. I oh, didn't no. get any fucking money for a week. No. Like I would only get like what? 120 euro a week. Yeah, and like if you're a student and if you're seshing and if you don't know how to budget and <laughs> you're living in Dublin, like that's fuck all. That's nothing like. It's nothing. And I'm so hungry. And like no. I couldn't face them and tell them that I wanted to quit. So I had to text yeah. them. And they were like, wow, nice Molly. Thanks so much for leaving us so understaffed. And I was like, right, I'll stay until the new year. And the new year came and I said, I'll stay another week. I was literally doing them a favour. Like I had. Yeah, yeah, you're covering their ass. And then I, yeah, I left and I had no job lined up and it was the scariest time, but it was the most freeing time. You didn't need them. No, no, no. No, but there's something so freeing about having to go a week with only seven euro in your bank account you're kind of like well I'm one with nature now fuck <laughs> I don't, don't know if money. it's freeing or terrifying you're like pot noodle again so uh, yeah it's like you have to hunt for your meal every day yeah you're like who's who's I don't know because I get a bit of the ick if people try and scab food off me like if they're like can I have a few of your yeah. chips grant but like, are you ever with... Now, I don't know other people's financial situations, but I've had known some friends or people that you'd get a meal at the restaurant and they'd be like, no, I'm not going to get in. And they'd eat like half your food. And you're just like, if you wanted something, please order it. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. I think I've been guilty for doing that, though. Oh, but if it was you doing it on me, I wouldn't mind at all. But like, you know, people you're not that close with, like you would have met them in college. Yeah. And like, you'd be like, oh, hi, you need to meet them once or twice. And then all of a sudden they're like, your chips are mine now and you're like no (laughs) (laughs) yeah no it's a 
I love sh- I love sharing food in like restaurant circumstances in like yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like let's say I, there's two things like a, a, a main dish and a side and I know I won't be able to finish them both but I want to try them both oh yeah so yeah, I'm yeah. like how how about we share the side and then we both get the best of both worlds oh no I'm with you know? that I'm but, with that totally yeah yeah but yeah no I completely agree like when I was poor and living in Dublin and someone wanted a bite of my sandwich which was to keep me going for half the day I'd be no like, way. please, please don't do this to me. I'm hungry. No, I'm poor. This is the one bite that's going to keep me going. Don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh, this no. is the bite that's going to stop me from crying. Yep. In the middle of the theatre. Yep. When I have work at 7 to 12. And then a lecture yeah. again the following day at half 8. Oh, the ick, the ick, the ick. I'm so Working happy college, that time yeah. my life is behind me. Working in college is so tricky. I remember I used to do weekends in one of my jobs. And then I'd also do the Tuesday. Because I had a lecture in the morning, then I think I had like six hours off, and then I had a lecture again. So I'd go in, do my first lecture, like two hour lecture, then go, like the place was quite near college. So I'd just nip down, do a six hour shift, and then come back to college. And like I had no time to eat, like six hour shift, they weren't giving me a lunch break. Like they were like, come on, on you go. Oh my God, why? Why? They expect so much from students. Oh, the job was sound, like, yeah. I know like a lot of students like last summer when they lost their jobs because of COVID got the PUP and like they were able to stay on it when they went back to college and I know like it the system wasn't like meant to do that and like the system was set up like really quickly blah 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 Mm -hmm. but like I think it's the best fucking thing that they could ever have done to students is to let them get that payment while they were working because like I've I guarantee there'll be a huge increase in like people doing better in college and being like more oh, passionate yeah. about it because they're not going in every day fucking wrecked, simply trying to support themselves and keep themselves alive. Oh, but like I couldn't, the job I was working in before the pandemic was in Dublin. So when I moved home to Roscommon, I literally, they they sent me like a letter saying, we're going to let you go for the moment because we're closing the shop. And I was like, yeah, totally fine. Of course, it's not as if you can keep me on when the shop is closed. Yeah. And then I came home and I went on the pandemic payment thing. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the first time sin like first time in six years that I hadn't worked seven days a week. Like I had Me too. Wow. It was lovely. It, it was, was really, so really nice. lovely. It had Hope never happened before. It had never <laughs> happened before. Like yeah. and I think it helped a lot of people save as well, because a lot of people are buying new cars and new stuff. Um yeah. because they had the chance to save without going out or right without having to get the bus to work every day or whatever. Like I know like my parents are still mums in healthcare. So your mum's in healthcare as well, like so they mm. still my mom's job hasn't really changed. Like she still goes in and out to work like normal. But wow, days off, Molly. What's that all about? But as the as the old people say, we'll be paying all this off now the rest of our lives. <gasps> yeah. Worry about it when we come to it, lads. Just enjoy your pop like, for now. There was nothing we could do. Like it's not as Honestly. if the government is saying you're after losing your job. Here's no money. Like nobody. Like people were still have to pay rent. And like I was lucky enough, I move mm. home, so it's fine. But like other, my friends still had to pay their rent and still had to stay in their digs in Dublin. Like, yeah, mad. and like the pub is great, but like it wouldn't cover Dublin rent. Like. Oh, no, no, it wouldn't at all. It wouldn't at all. It's mm. just it is helpful. But it, I totally get how for some people it's not enough at all. Yeah, um, I was going to say something there, but there's like there's a certain like I remember feeling very guilty when I was on the pub because like I'd never yeah. been given free money free money I suppose free, it's such like, a weird feeling like yeah absolutely yeah and it wasn't as if like the call centre closed but had I had the right laptop I would have been able to work from home but it just okay. didn't work with a Mac oh, okay but there was still that kind of thing of like 
I could get a new laptop. I could get like a 200 one. But surely they would have funded your laptop if they really, really needed you. Like the company yeah, see, this have. is the thing. They're just like, if you can't work, you can't work. Because it was like the height of the pandemic as well. And I'd yeah. moved home and like the Wi-Fi wasn't as good as it was in Dublin. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. I was in the throes of my thesis. Yeah, absolutely. So we had a chat about it and they're like, I think it would be better if like we let you go. Just mm-hmm. like, don't, don't feel like you can serve the call centre to your best abilities right now, Molly. So <laughs> off I went. Do you have a call centre voice? Can I ask? Yes, it's not that different from my normal voice, though, because like I made a huge effort to sound like as human as possible. Now, yeah. I do sometimes sound a bit South Dublin because like the call centre was in South Dublin and I was living yeah. in South Dublin at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no, you but ever, like... sometimes I brought out the cultiness inside of me because I made people comfortable. So, no, <laughs> I'm not a Nigerian prince trying to steal your money. I'm just a little girlie in the call centre wanting to do a survey. So relax, sit down, make yourself a cup of tea and we'll chat. What? Do you ever try on like accents for the phone call? Be like Yeah, sometimes I try to be a bit Cork-like or some like, you know, just, you know, it's very friendly like, so people like that. And then sometimes (laughs) I'd be like, yeah, whatever, don't really care. Like, (laughs) Gas crack. I found the culture went down very well though. Oh, yeah. like I used to get lads on the phone being like, you have a lovely voice. And I'd be like, oh. Hurr! but you know, like in the middle of your shift and if they're being like nice about it, it can be a bit like, thanks, sweetie. Oh, thank you. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And there, was, there was a young fella on the phone one time being like, yeah, you have it. Because like we'd get their age and stuff. And okay. he was about my age. And he was like, you've like, you've like the perfect voice for this. And I, I was a little bit like. Flick. Thank you. It's like Where's my, my supervisors hear that. Is this going on my overall grade? We used to we used to get graded on the calls. We used to get a grade like out of five. Okay. And we used every to get call. like feedback. Not every like call. A one. Like okay. at least once a day you'd get a, a call monitored and you'd get like okay. something out of five. And Grand. if you got like if you had like a good streak and if you got like three in a row, like five out No, do you know what it was? If you so there wasn't any pressure with targets, but you were encouraged to reach the target. Yeah. And like, let's say a target was like, everyone has to get six surveys done in one shift. Grant. Uh, which really wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, hard when you were starting out, but it didn't take you long to like get into the, get into the, mm-hmm. the swing of it. And if you got your, you know, like your six done a day, like a few days in a row, you'd get a golden ticket, which oh. was uh, four paid hours off. Class. So let's say I'm absolutely hanging one day and I'm meant to be in for like ten, four hours in the morning. I'd ring them and yeah. be like, yo, I want to use my golden ticket. Don't want to come in today. And I would be still paid for that morning. That's so cool. That's a yeah. proper it was actually, reward rather than like a bottle of wine or something. Shy. Yeah, exactly. That's but we had class. quizzes and stuff. And one time I won a bottle of wine. Oh, I'm not I'm not shit on the bottle of wine. But like they could be like, oh, here's like a two euro voucher to get a burrito. No, give me four hours off when I'm hanging. Like, come on. I class. know, I know. Yeah, no, it was good. And uh, yeah, they, like I'd, I'd encourage student, students to look into call centers because like it, it was flexible hours. You could choose when you wanted to work. Mm-hmm. Like apart from dealing with pricks on the phone, like you could just sit yeah. down and read in between the calls because you wouldn't constantly be on the phone to someone. You might be waiting like 10 minutes before you get through to someone. Okay. So have a nice little read. I think I worked there during the whole summer of 2019. My favourite summer by so far, by the way. I loved that summer. That was a really um, good summer for me as well. Yeah, yeah that's the summer EP. I met Connor. So good. 
I Yay. had EP, I had Body and Soul, I had a gig in Cork, a gig in Galway, a gig in Dublin. I was Class. just flat to the mat. And I was working full time in like a job. Summer really 2019 liked. was it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to the gym every day and I I I got through like four books that summer just in the call centre. Class. I feel like four books isn't a lot. I met someone No, to me it is. Who, to me it is. I met someone yeah. yesterday who so far in 2019 has gotten through 2021 <laughs> <laughs> has gotten through 15 books so far. Wow. Since I Christmas. know like one person that reads like nearly two or three books a week and I'm just like how? Jesus. Yeah. I'd love to be that person but I think I'm on my third book of 2019 20, 2019 2021. <laughs> Where are you going? 2019 on the brain. I know I miss 2019. What a time. So good. So much but, easier. No, I'd encourage anyone who can to look into a call centre job. If it's your thing, it's not for everyone. But, oh my God, the people I used to get on the phone, Misha. One time someone was masturbating on the phone. Uh, yeah. They were, like, male my or female? Was like, Hi, can I ask? It was male. Uh, no, 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 no. Like, obviously, I, di- I didn't know. I couldn't see them, but it sounded like no, it. No, and, you know, no, they were no, making no, those no, vocal no, expressions. No, 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 no. And saying my name. No, I'm done with the story. Thank you so much. Thank you for your call, Molly. I'm done with this story. Thank you. Moving on. Are you okay? I hope he's well. (laughs) He listens to the podcast. No. (laughs) He loves it. Stop. No. We don't contone that kind of activity when you're going along with our podcast. Please do it in your own time. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. I I don't know how to move on from that. Can I ask you, who's the soundest person you've ever worked for? Did you ever have a boss and they were just really nice? The bosses I have now in the warehouse. Great. Class. Love that. They have just been oh, amazing. Like, get yourself a boss who understands you have your own life. Yes. Who appreciates the work that you do, takes the time to, like, ask about you as a person and, like, gets gets to know you and, like... Yes. They're just normal, normal people. And, like, it's a family business as well. So, like, you know, like, while they could be, like, you know, stressed and trying to sort things out and maybe fighting mm. with each other like it's still like these people love each other yeah and they you know they want everyone to be happy and they like I remember one time one of them was saying to like an assistant manager like while your your employees well-being is your responsibility while you're while they're in work like yeah. you really need to just look out for each other and everyone pull in and like like I'm, I, I'm, I'm quite strong, and I like to show off that I'm strong by lifting heavy boxes. Yeah. But like, there's one manager where she, she always has her eye on me, and like, it's just like, don't, don't like, wear yourself out. And one time we had to do overtime. We did like nine to nine, and uh, okay. I didn't have the car at the time, so I had to get a lift in the next day at like eight when I only started at nine. It was just the, yeah. you know, with man starting work and stuff. Yeah. I had to wait an hour before I started my shift and she was so sorry for me she was like oh I can't believe like yeah you're you're in here early after doing overtime the night before and I was like ah it's grand because I have that trauma from the other places that I've worked where people told me I was shite yeah and customers abused me so like oh, yeah, same. They, like sometimes they're like Molly it's it's okay like just relax like you're doing your best you have to take hmm. a day off now now and then. It's it's fine. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry, don't mind. Yeah, I get that as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's good that they sound now, though. They sound really nice. Yeah. And maybe it's because I'm an adult and, like, 
I can vibe with yeah. people a bit better. Like I'm not a kid anymore that's like going to cry if their boss gives out to someone. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. no. But fucking oh, hell, God. like these jobs have taught me how to work hard. Before we move on to money, I just want to ask you, what's your most memorable customer experience? <gasps> oh, you see, I have a lot because I did up people's houses. So I could have been like someone to come into me with their empty houses or their house plans six months in advance before they're moving into the house. So I'd be on with the their phone emailing. In their hands, yeah, they'd come in yeah. with their little house. <laughs> yeah, their small house and they said, this is what I'm moving into. And I'm like, great, their little Lego house. So they come in with the plans like maybe six months before and they'd be like, we're moving in in June and it'll be January. And I'd be like, grand. So you'd be emailing on the phone to these people for months and months and months and months. And like, so that's always good crack when they're really set. No, I've done houses for people and they've been assholes. But you do get some really sound families and they'd have a rake of kids and you're chatting Aww. to the kids and you're like, what color we do your room? And they're like, pink. And I'm like, okay, let's do pink. Amazing. Aww. So that's good crack. I remember I was doing a house for a lady and she was amazing. She'd be into me like every Saturday morning for a chat, checking in, saying hello. And she kind of disappeared off the face of the earth for a few months. And my boss said, yeah, she's really, really sick. I don't know when she'll be back to you. Just keep the her files. And I was like, grand, no bother. And then about six months later, she came back and she was looking so well. And she was like, right, I'm back. Let's finish the house. And I was like, yes. She, she wasn't well for a while, but then she came back and she was all excited. So you do have those people that you get to know really well. I think, I don't know if it's just the line of work because um, when I was working in the department store, there wasn't much getting to know the customers, which I thought was a bit shite. But then the two kind of family businesses I worked for doing like interior design, you really get to know people quite well. And it's really, really nice because they're like, this is my house. Please do it my house. And I'm like, OK, that's but you're like, if someone show me like if someone showed me their bedroom and they're like, I need to redo my bedroom. Like, that's quite personal. They're, they're going to be living in that room for years and years and years. Mm. So we're thinking, how can I help you? Mm. It's lovely to have a job where, you know, you're bettering someone's life. Ah, oh, yeah, it's good crack. You know, like like the call center didn't really give me much purpose because it was just surveys. Like I had no interest in like getting to know people. Well, I did do surveys about like mental health and exercise and stuff, which was nice. Great. Um, but uh, no, I love like when I worked in the clothes shop, I didn't work. I didn't. There was no commission. So like I wasn't yeah. incur. You know, there was no need for me to be like, try this on, try this on. Hey, how are you today? Can I help? Like all it needed to do was keep the place tidy and if they needed yep. a pair of shoes and a size whatever I'd go get it for them but right. I remember it was so quiet and I just helped this woman put together a whole outfit Yay. and it wasn't me being like do you want to try this or this would look great on you yeah, she yeah. was literally just like will you just help me like browse and put an outfit together and I was like I love that. there is no better person Misha you know Absolutely. me I love my clothes I know I did that a few times in my Dublin job people would come yeah. in and be like I have a wedding help me get an outfit and I would be going through the floors of the shop like these shoes this bag off we go yes love oh that. yes yes I no love better feeling that. um yeah but no I um I served Colin Farrell and Andrew Scott one time in the in the Dublin restaurant so what? that was quite memorable yeah not together they weren't hanging out they were both in separate what times. were they Colin Farrell what was that like yeah it was intense he was wearing a fedora which I didn't love oh he's probably trying to hide his face though what no no like he don't was, really do that no it wasn't like the, a cowboy kind of fedora it was like a lumineers kind of fedora <laughs> oh but uh mm. no he was he was hanging out with his brother I think his brother had come in there a lot uh, and like right. family or whatever and he they had like a huge pile of food mm-hmm. and uh, there were a good few customers like getting pictures with him and shaking his hand yeah. and being like fair play to you I loved you in this <laughs> and uh, like ever, all the staff are losing their shit 
Oh no. And I was making a point of being really cool about it because I was like, guys, yeah. he's just trying to have a nice time with his family. But I'm an actress. I was like, my I'm heart was like. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I get such a fear when meeting famous people because I'm just like, be cool, be cool, be cool, be cool. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. Uh, I think Ray Darcy came to Dad's place once or twice. Cool. There was some cool, like Dad. Dad would know some cool people. Like Dad worked for Francis Brennan for years, and I'm just like, Francis Brennan is the love of my life. Like, how is that so cool? Like, love him. Yeah, my dad's come across some cool people, and cooked for some really cool people. I can't think of any of them now, but he has. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, it's it can be like you know everyone goes into restaurants, so like it is like yeah. especially if you're in a nice area in Dublin, like you'll more than likely meet someone famous. Yeah. Um, but he left a 20 euro tip or maybe it was nice. 30 euro he left a huge tip considering nice. like the, you know what they ate and and it was like a daytime like eggs and bacon kind of restaurant yeah you're but he yeah he left a huge tip and he like looked at me really intensely and he was like are the tips shared and I was like yeah they're shared um, among whoever is like whoever was working that day yeah and they were and he was like and do, does everyone like get an even cut like does it go to any of the managers or like the owner or anything yeah. and I was like just who's like working on the floor that day and it's it's yeah. spread like evenly depending on your hours if you do less hours I think you get less tips yeah and he was like okay good yeah that that's really good because I, I hate when tips aren't shared evenly and I was like yeah thanks Colin you big socialist <laughs> yeah no my dad was like that he had the jar and whatever the jar, the tips, it would all go into the jar and say there was five people working on waiting staff that night. It was flipped between the five of them. Class. Love that. I think the till was robbed. Yeah, the till and tips <gasps> were robbed one day. Yeah, the place is broken into. Oh my goodness me. Mm. No, I've never been witness to a robbery in any jobs. I'm really glad to say. Yeah. Just put it oh, out there. Oh, I couldn't have given a fuck. I started my shift at seven. They were like, we've been robbed. I was like, See sucks to be E. <laughs> no, I like I only like I missed out maybe on like what 10 20 euro tips or whatever. But, like, oh, yeah, yeah. A bitch can live. Yeah. <laughs> Not on 7 euro a week though. Oh no. No. Well. No, no, no. I used to I used to do my grocery shop for 15 euro a week. And <gasps> I, I was I vegan think I had and 20. plastic free. Plastic free and for 15 euro cuz loads of yeah. like cheap stuff comes at Rake of plastic. I know, but I used to I used to have like canvas like tote bags, and I would go into okay. like an international shop where they'd have yep. like cheap Everything imported loose. vegetables, and yep. you'd pay by weight. So I could get Grand. like it was brilliant. I could get like a huge pile. I used to drink a lot of ginger tea, yeah, um, for my voice because I'm an actor. Um, <laughs> but I used to get the ginger like a huge big sprout of ginger or root of ginger, whatever it is. Yum yum. yum. And you know, like in Tesco, that would be something like five euro. I'd yeah. pay like 70 cent for it in the international shop. Unreal. Yeah, I know I had the place sussed. Like I know Mines, I was I was cute in Rathmines. I knew where to get the deals. I knew where the cheapest was. coffee was. I knew where the nicest coffee, like nicest cheapest coffee was. Mm-hmm. I knew that in McDonald's, if you had enough stickers, you can get a free coffee. Yep. Oh, I had the place. I always had my own little cutlery and yeah, plastic free. Class. Love that. Speaking of like saving and grocery Ooh. shops and budgeting and stuff like that, how, how what's your relationship with money like? Uh, it's getting better now. I'd say this past year has gotten better because I, I was living at home and the first few months of the pandemic, of course, we were all flat out online shopping. I was doing oh, yeah. that. Oh, we and needed that said, little dopamine hit. We did. We did. That was it. And then I said, right, cop on. I think I can be quite harsh at myself. So say if I have my head, like I know a paycheck's coming. I'm like, right, I need to save 200 euro from that. And like, say there's only, I'll have to buy my tablets or vitamins or stupid stuff. I'll have to get something for the dogs. 
like and then i'll only have 100 euro left to save i'll be like nope i can't save that now that's not 200 euros i wanted to save 200 whereas like sometimes even putting 20 euro in the post office is a very good achievement like so i'm trying to be even if i have a spare tenner in my wallet save it like because they'll all add up what Mm. about you fair play to you uh my relationship with money is hmm we do love an old pop moment, Molly. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I'm a devil for buying clothes. And because, like, this is the first time, like, I'm aware I'm very privileged. And this is the first time in my life that, like, I've I've had an, a comfortable amount of money. Like, mm-hmm. I can buy whatever clothes and whatever makeup I want while still being able to feed myself. It's No, that's lads, a really I'm living, nice I'm living with my parents and I have a full-time yeah. job. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's a nice feeling. And I think, like... I was pretty strict with myself over the last year because I needed the car. And yes, I'm the trying insurance to save for a car, car so I understand the struggle. Mm-hmm. The driving lessons and all that, like it was yeah. it was a lot. But like, I knew my budget, I did my research, I knew how much I needed to put aside. Um, I wasn't doing anything else, middle of lockdown, not going out. So yeah, that yeah. helped, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. renting somewhere. It all really, really helped. So thankfully it was kind of easy for me. And now that like I've got the car, and like I'm still earning a bit of money and I've been doing a bit of acting and I've been doing like a lot of work with Catherine Sheridan so and I... like bits and bobs are coming in and things are looking good. I'm just like, <laughs> like I spent 350 euro on Zalando the other day. <laughs> Wait, what kind of website is that again? I always see ads for Zalando is like ASOS, but it's a lot less flashy. It's okay. a lot less. Um, it's it's just it's a lot more sustainable, a bit more expensive. Great. Okay. But like loads of really good brands, like their Levi's collection. Mwah. Sounds like we're Mwah. sponsored by them now. But I um, <laughs> no. Oh yeah, because but... for context, I had my new Levi's runners showing Molly on the screen. Yes. That's why we're yes. No, check out Zalando. It's go crack if you have a if you have a bit of spare cash and time. I don't. Um, also, you anyway. should treat yourself for finishing your freaking degree. Thank you. Um, I'm trying. I'm to a big believer in something, in... but I haven't yet. But we'll get there. Mm. Big believer in treating yourself. Big believer in like buying your own like nice expensive jewellery and like... Yeah, I got a watch for doing my thesis. I bought myself a nice watch and I handed in my thesis. Yeah, you're good at treating yourself, Misha. I am nearly too good, Molly. What can (laughs) I say? (laughs) But no one else will. No one else is going to treat me. Do you know what I mean? Like, but then I'm nearly like, I treat myself and then I'm like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> not ideal. Honestly, honestly. Um but like yeah, if I was to give someone advice for saving, I would just say know what you want to save for mm-hmm. and just know exactly how much because I can't save unless I put like decide on an exact figure and exactly what it is I'm saving for. Like I can't just save for nothing. Yeah, that's fair. You see, my granddad's a mechanic. So I was like, granddad, he, he gets the cars for mom. He got the car for my sister. Like he knows what to look for and all that stuff. So I was mm. on to him. I was like, granddad, how much money do I need for a car? Like, just give me an idea so I know. And then when you see a good one, you can get it for me. And he was like, ah, we'll see. And I was like, so what? Like three grand, four grand? Ah, we'll, sure, we'll see. We'll see. I'll see what, I'll see what's there. I've asked, I've asked him about 10 times in the last six months. Ah, sure. I'll have a look. I'll see. I'll see. I'm like, granddad, tell me, please. Love him to bits, but I just need a figure like, yeah. come on, ballpark. <laughs> what a I know, but maybe, maybe that's just something you have to decide on for yourself. Like, yeah, just from my experience of buying a car. Now, this might like someone disagree with me if you want to. I would say, depending on how much mileage you plan on doing, um, I wouldn't settle for anything below like three grand. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be a pile of scrap then. Okay, final advice for jobs. Someone starting a new job after the pandemic. Any advice? I would say just 
don't be too hard on yourself. Ask for help if you need it. Um, and look, your workplace isn't always going to be perfect. Like there, you might be working with a load of people you have nothing in common with. Um, it might be really boring. So just like do what you need to do to get through the day, whether that's like having a really nice lunch, whether that's like taking the time to listen to a nice podcast on your break, whether it's, I don't know, your walk to the shop or whatever it is you're going to be working in. Just like... I think I think this podcast is leaning more towards like day jobs, like in shops and yeah. restaurants and stuff like that. The lot of you with like career jobs, you're a sort. Of we don't care about yeah, you. He's, yeah, we do care, but we're just like, how did you do it? We're gonna be broke artists forever. What can we say? Like, oh no. I know. I can imagine you getting like a nice little office job for yourself. I don't know if I want an office job. I mean, I wouldn't mind having like a nice office to edit in and just people sending oh, yeah. me videos to do when that would be But bad. like if you got a job with like, I don't know, a, like county council or something and it's like you have to manage our website and you have to manage oh, grand, like our yeah. promo videos Sign me up. Yeah, no bother. Sign me up. Nice comfy job. Gorgeous crack. Just stroll into the office every day. Hi guys. Good morning. Oh, that's that. that's a thing though because like you want to be an artist and you want to freelance and you want to like be involved in films and stuff but you have no qualms against doing a job like that which I really respect oh no I don't mind at all like I've done nine to five jobs I'm nothing against office jobs other than I like to walk around and stretch my legs a bit you know but then sometimes yeah. I'm at my own desk here and I'm absolutely chained to it for the day um, yeah. I don't know I just I wouldn't be offended by a job like that at all I think it would be fine I actually like the nine to five because you know me, I love a bit of structure and planning and something Routine. I'm struggling with is freelancing is I don't know what my errors are. So then I'm I'm a diva for staying up. I'll start work at like 10 o'clock at night and I'll do it until like two o'clock in the morning and then I'm like, Misha, go to sleep. But at least you have deadlines though. Um, It depends because I'm working for myself a bit. So my deadlines can be, oh, I have to do that next week, but it won't be like, which day next week? And then I'm like, uh-oh. You yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, like I'd find a lack of deadlines can really yeah. impede things because like I work really well under pressure. So I'll wait until like I'm under pressure and then I'll get the job done. And I'll... <laughs> oh no, 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 no. But that's just me. That's just how I work, you know? Yeah, I think I'll do a job the second I get it. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I had to do something the other day. Somebody called me and they were like, could you sort this out? And I said, yeah, I, I had my, I just hopped out of, I woke up, I just fell out of bed. And I went straight to the laptop. And I was like, Misha, go and get some breakfast. It was half 12 before I came down and had my breakfast and had a shower. And mom was like, what's wrong with you? I was like, I got a phone oh, call. <laughs> got a phone call. <laughs> Literally, Jeez. it was still from the desk to the, or from the bed to the desk. You you know the space. You can see it here. I was literally over here to over here, like two meters away. Oh no. Anyway, that's just no worse sort feeling out my work schedule. Than, than getting up and like having to do something straight away. And like finishing it still in your pajamas, not having brushed your hair or teeth yeah. or anything. And then you start your day at like 12 or 1, having finished the job and you're just wrecked for the rest of the day. That, that's that's how I've been lately. I'm not Like you finished it. your day at like 12 or 1 o'clock. Yeah. Might as well have <laughs> me dinner and go to bed. Yeah, that's it, like I'm done. <laughs> yeah, because I was talking to my mum about it because my mum, like she, 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 her job is 7 till 6. So she leaves the house at like half 5, 6 o'clock because it's a bit of a drive. And she was like, Misha, why don't you just do a nine to six for yourself? Why don't you set your alarm for eight, be in the kitchen for nine and work and have the kitchen as your work place? I'm like, that's a great idea, but I'm not going to do it. Like, no, no, oh. no, my workspace. I'm very um, picky about my workspace. Mm-hmm. Can't be the living room, can't no. be the bedroom. I can do the kitchen sometimes. It's very distracting, though. I use a. The, I'm yeah. like right now I'm in I'm in a guest room. 
you know <laughs> our guest room jesus i'm making myself sound like i'm a fucking rich landlord <laughs> with a guest room i know it's not a guest room it's like it's like one of my brother's rooms who moved to south korea so it's essentially a guest room now do you have any final bit of advice for young people about day jobs or money or saving or anything with jobs i'd be mindful of how much energy you're putting into it because yeah. i would have gotten so so stressed about part-time jobs worrying about part-time jobs and thinking like that's for the boss to do they're supposed to worry if they're going to get that stuff done not me so i would have put a lot of energy into that and then i would have been drained for the whole week it's like no that's not what no 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 i know um, no like yeah something like from having such an awful experience in like the mm-hmm. first couple of jobs as a child like yep. going forward i've been like i'm not going to do more than what's expected of me i'm not going to yep. take shit treatment now i took loads more shit treatment after that I'm <laughs> it's nice to say it to yourself though uh, yeah. but i know a good workplace now when i see one exactly i That's love just like a quiet uneventful normal workplace and i love yeah. coming somewhere where like like the people i work with like they're all office people and they're lovely and like they don't have a clue about like art or drama or whatever like obviously yeah. you know they appreciate like a good netflix show and we'll talk about that yeah, but yeah. like we you know just it's i just forget about the art while i'm there and yeah that's handy like yeah because sometimes you're what i found from working in college you have a few hours of being in a big drama school bubble and then i went from that acting class in the morning to go and work in a light shop and i was fixing plugs and rewiring some lights and matching lampshades to bases for some old ones like totally mm. different worlds and they'd be like what do you do and they're like oh I, i'm an actor i do a bit of acting and they're like jesus isn't that great like they wouldn't have any clue and they're like and and would you would you know like they'd give me an irish who's an irish actor would you know saoirse ronan now are you guys friends as if all actors know each other and i'm like i feckin wish anyway. what have i seen you in <laughs> yeah oh it's like that what have i seen you in? and then i'd be like i think i was around the time of smock alley so i was like oh i just done a show oh i wouldn't know that now are you on netflix no, or anything? No. No, no would you would you, would you do hairspray in the board gosh i love that <laughs> <laughs> Jersey were you Boys hairs- is brilliant. Were you, were you in Hairspray? Were you in the Olympia? Did I see you? Were you doing a bit of and River did Dance? did you do no. musicals in school? When oh, will we see God. on Fair City now? And I'll say, I Fair knew City. It's always she worked Fair City. Me. Yeah. She worked with me and now she's a big shot. I she remember her. Don't forget oh. me when you win your Oscar. Oh, it's always that, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, like, I remember working in, in that uh, coffee shop in South Dublin like some people would really romanticize the idea that I was an actor waitress actress in a coffee shop wow do you like go into character when you're with different customers and I'm like I'm not a fucking psychopath no I serve coffee and I go to bed I'm not gonna be in character Jesus you're just trying to pay your bills like keep the drama on the stage people oh damn right anyway (laughs) after that wonderful note we shall love yous and leave yous Get in touch with the socials in Fairness Pod. You know where to find us. Give your own funny work stories. I'd love to hear it. Yes. Funny uh, customer stories. Please. Shite jobs you've been in. I want to hear it all. Let's do it. Yes, we'd love that. Bye 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 b